And I would really love to start off with the questions. If you guys have any, I saw you're scribbling away. And I know that you have a lot of burning questions. So if you do have any, I'll be happy to answer them to my best ability, okay? Once again, I am not a... I don't have like some PhD in podcasting. So that's, that's, not, that's not my credentials. I will just share with you based on my experience and what I've learned so far, okay? So let's get started. Who has the first question? Who's brave enough to step up with it? Yeah, we got a brave girl over there. Right behind you, let's grab that mic. Hi, uh, I would like to ask, right, so have you had like circumstances where you're having like, um, you're hosting the podcast and you just run out of things to talk about? Like, maybe you have like a block there where you don't know how to continue with the conversation. You feel like, oh, it, it came to an end, but it's very short. You surely still have to talk more, you know, to have more content. So what do you do with that situation? That's a nice question. That's a good question. What's your name? Uh, Yu Tong. Yu Tong. Okay, thank you for that. You also have a podcast in development or you're curious about it? Developing. Developing. Okay, I love that. Okay, Yu Tong. That's a good question. Now, um, I think it's also very important to address, you know, what do you do when you have mental blocks, especially when you're on stage? I could be standing in front of everybody and I blank out sometimes, right? And that happens. It's normal. It's normal for anyone, no matter how long you've been in the industry. And some tips that I've learned, some skills. Once again, like I mentioned to you, listening is very important. If you have collected enough information, you will know where to tap into that along the way. Secondly, um, I will always make sure that I'm two steps ahead of what my, my guest is already saying, right? So if my guest is already, I feel and I sense that he or she is at the tail end of his answer, I have to mentally prep the next one or two questions in my head already. If, if you're having a mental block, I think the best part is share something about yourself. So tapping on what the guest has already said. For example, you're like, oh man, I don't know what to ask next. I don't know what to ask. Okay, you know what? Let me share my experience on this topic as well. And when you start sharing your personal experience, that opens up a whole new other wave of other questions that could be asked. And I think it's so important that before you establish and before you start your podcasting, always establish with your guest, ask me questions too. You know what I mean? So in that way, the conversation flows. It's like having a convo with your bestie. It's not just about sitting there and talking to a complete stranger. And let me tell you this, a lot of my guests on my show, we were complete strangers before we met on that podcast. And it is also a skill how to break that wall and how to break the ice, right? Because some of them come in and they're nervous, especially with topics like certain M18 things that I cannot say here, R21 things that I can't say here. And they get nervous because they're like, oh, I don't know what to expect. And I tell you this, most of our guests, right, sometimes they don't read the script that's given to them. They don't read the document, they don't read the script, they don't read the questions. They fully trust in you as a podcaster, as a host, to guide them along. So how do you also make them comfortable? And how comfortable they are also equates to how much they share. And then equates to how easy your conversation flows. So it all starts somewhere. I hope that answered your question. Yes, uh, one more thing. Yep. So before you conduct your podcast with your guests, do you all have like, let's say you're set aside half an hour or an hour to just chat with each other, get to know each other better, or you just go on set and okay, let's start, you know? Right, yeah, so um, in our case, usually we'll show up uh, around like maybe 30 minutes before we start recording. And while the crew is setting up and all that, I will have a conversation with them. Um, but more often than not, I don't want to spoil too much before we start rolling, you know, because I want it to be genuine reactions. I don't want it to be like staged, or I don't want them to already have a, an answer in their head and then they're just repeating it, right? So I just get to know them as a person. 
more than like hey, so like in, you know, I'm going to do a pre-interview with you and ask you because usually what I'll do is I'll look up this person online a little bit first if I'm not familiar with this person already social media man like there's so much going on there I can get to know this person a bit more just by viewing some of your videos I can take a look at your mannerism just by watching some of your TikToks and stuff like that so that in itself I think is very important and that leads back to what I said earlier on about doing your research before you actually start so all these little things even just looking at how my potential guest behaves in a seat or like how he or she sits down you know, stuff like that is also very important body language and all so um, research is always very important yeah thank you okay hope i answered your question yes what's your name first hi sonia thank you yeah. for the presentation so thank my you. name is venus and i have one question so as a host and a podcaster i'm sure there were instances where you were made to talk about maybe topics that you are not the most interested in or not the most fluent in. So how do you keep the enthusiasm there and have sufficient content to talk about? Thank you. You're most welcome. Um, you know, thank you for your question. That's a good one because not all the topics that we create or that are proposed to our team might hit, right? And sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, okay, honestly, with the finance one, I was like, oh man, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Firstly, creative people and media people, we are crap at finance, okay? I mean, not all of you, not all of you. But for most of the people that I know, at least, we're bad at admin, we're bad at doing all this Excel sheet things and like finance and stuff. So when I was told that I actually had to interview the woke salary man, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with them. They're more uh, the older millennial generation trying to create bite-sized content about finance. So we were talking about relationship finances. How much do you share? Um, and they called it financial intimacy at the time. So I was like, wow, this is so dry. Like, I have two questions and that's it. <laughs> like, do you share uh, your financial status with your partner? Actually, that's about it. I was like, okay, then what kind of follow-up questions, right? But then you got to dig deep. You got to think hey, you know, from there, I think it's not just about me because a lot of other people might be experiencing this and they're troubled in different ways that I may not be able to understand. So I try to talk to some of my friends, actually. So I have a diverse group of friends. You know, we, we grew up together. They're not really in the industry, to be honest. They're, they're all in different roles in different industries. And I tap to them sometimes. I tap into that sometimes because I want to know from, you know, your point of view, what exactly do you struggle with, for example? Let's just take this finance episode as an example. How do you see that that is different from my point of view? And I think it's very important to recognize that with every topic, even though some I might relate to and gravitate to more than others, it's not always about me. I think that's the number one thing that I had to recognize as a podcaster. And through conversations with my friends, my loved ones, my own partner as well, I come up with more content because you open yourself up to a lot more opportunity to see, hey, you know, there are all these different POVs. There's so many views and opinions and troubles that people go through that possibly is not something that I can relate, but I would like to ask my guest and I would like to share. And I feel encouraging and asking a lot of questions with your guests that opens up more conversations as well. So yes, some topics may be more boring than others, but, you know, as, as, as we say, every time, you know, you start an episode, you start filming and all that, I will be enthusiastic about it because I genuinely want my audience to have a takeaway from it. And at the back of your mind, if you keep that, someone out there is being impacted by your content, you will be driven and motivated to create even better content and create better conversations. Because even though I may not resonate with that, 
10 other people might have been impacted by that topic that we put out. So always keep that in mind. Someone out there is being impacted by your content. Yeah.